Hey, what's up, everybody? Episode 100 coming at you hot and heavy. It is January 28th. We're almost done with January 2021 already, and time is flying. Uh, happy birthday. Today is my brother Joe's 40th birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Joe, my big brother growing up. Uh, yeah, he's 40 years old, man. I'm creeping up on it, too. It's going to fucking it doesn't suck. It is what it is. It's just a number. Uh, but uh, other shout outs go out to, uh, well, we've been training at Forge Fighters, but it's uh, Combat Cardio with Victor. And man, the turnouts we've been having there are crazy. There's so many guys that show up that want to box. Uh, people that show up that want to just learn how to, 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 to fight, to get into shape, whatever it is. I feel like I'm coming across quiet, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Another shout-out, Ken Greer got his black belt at Progressive Martial Arts. So there is a black belt in Grand Forks now, in Jiu-Jitsu, that uh, is an amazing person to train with. Uh, everybody at Progressive Martial Arts is welcoming, just just awesome, nice people. So get out there, give them a shout-out. Uh, I'm giving them a shout-out, but get in there and uh, train, train with them. Oh my God. See, you guys, I get into this in the podcast. <laughs> like shit comes out of your mouth and you're like... Uh, but why did I say it that way? Why does it come out that way? And it is what it is, man. Send me a link to your podcast. Let me see you do it better. <laughs> Love you guys. Enjoy episode 100 later. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? What is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome. Welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm going to be your host, Dave Helmbrett. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Listening. Later. Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? It's episode 100. Yes, I made it to 100, and I know I promised you a guest. I was going to try to get my brother on, and it just didn't work out again. I don't think it's ever going to work out, so here I am, man. It's just me. Uh, it's just my podcast. It's just been me. You know, yeah, I've had a few guests here and there, and I love having guests. It's fun to sit down and ex let other people experience this with me. And I, I will have more guests and, and stuff eventually, but I think a big thing right now is that I want to I want to discuss my podcast, right? And that's kind of what my podcast has been. All 100 episodes has been, a lot of it has been me uh, trying to explain, you know, like how I feel doing this podcast. And that's a stupid niche to have, right? It's like a niche to be... I, I don't know. My buddy Mark just started his first podcast and he was talking about all the insecurities of how he sounds. Why, you know, why would people even want to listen to this and stuff? And I'm like, man, I'm, it's exact insecurities that I went through. There's still the same insecurities that I'm still going through. It's like I'm at 100 episodes and I still feel like, why the fuck do people want to listen to me? I sound stupid. I can't talk right half the time. I make tons of mistakes. And yes, I've, I've went back and edited some of them. Other ones I just leave in because it's like, whatever, I'm human. How many people can sit down and do this for hours, hours, and hours and not make a fucking mistake, you know? And yeah, you can delete it and stuff, but at, at one point it just becomes... Uh, it just becomes... It's just... It's almost like it's... Just let it be, man. Just be real. You know, people can understand that words slip or... You're going to have weird nonverbal pauses. I'm going to yawn all the time. 
speaking of dogs barking, there they go. I mean, you know, background noises. It's like that's what that's life, man. Who everybody. I don't have my own studio where I can sit down and be completely quiet and not have shit going on in the background, you know. And it is what it is, man. I've recorded a ton of these podcasts from my cell phone back in the day uh, while driving, riding in a car just because I needed to find the time to do it. And that's when I felt like my mind was the most open and I could just ramble. There's been times where, you know, I've I've prepared my podcast and had uh, topics to talk about. And most of them, I just I hit record just like now and I start talking. And that's what my podcast is. It's a solo cast, you know, and that's my niche. Uh, some MMA fighting stuff happens here and there, and I've lost a lot of interest in MMA. I still like to watch it. I just don't dive deep into it like I used to. Uh, a lot of my interests and stuff are just going away. I don't really have much interest right in anything right now, and that's part of my issues with you know mental health. And I went, and you guys have seen the ups and downs on this podcast like crazy, right? You guys have seen seen me from the beginning when I was probably feeling pretty good and excited. Uh, you guys got to go through, uh, you know, the neck injury and stuff with me, surgeries. You got to go through uh, me and Robin's issues and breakups and stuff. And, you you know, and then I, you know, I, I struggled with, you know, I try to be as real as I can on this podcast. But obviously, I'm not going to go on my podcast and talk about, you know, my cheating, my crazy second life that I had going on at one point, uh, drug use. Uh, selling drugs, doing, you know, just all sorts of crazy shit that I had going on. It's like, I, but why not? Why didn't I get on here and discuss that? Well, a lot of it had to do with my job. My job knew I was smoking weed all the time. I would have lost, you know, I could have lost my job, uh, both jobs. A lot of, you know, it was, it would have been an issue for a lot of things. And do I wish I could have got on here and talked about it? Yeah. Do I wish I could have just lit a joint while I was doing a podcast and been like, Hey man, I smoke weed and that's what I do. And uh, it's, it is what it is, you know, and I really haven't talked about it at all yet. Uh, fucking over half the podcasts I did, I was high, you know, and I never really had any other issues, uh, some drinking issues for a while and just, I made weed an issue, believe it or not. People are like, oh, it's just weed, Dave, you know, and that's me minimizing my problems. I learned about that at treatment. You can make anything a problem. And I made, uh, I made things a problem. A few things, you know, and lately I, I started making video games a problem where I just play video games nonstop, but I, I justify it by like, what else, what else do I have to do, man? I'm sitting around this house. Uh, I cook, I clean, I get things done around here. I, you know, I built a wall, home improvement stuff, but that shit costs money. This little tiny wall that I built probably cost me over $500 and I don't have the money for that. So it's like, I can't, I, there's so many home improvement things I wish I could do, but that should cost a lot of money and I would love to do it. It makes me feel accomplished. I like working with my hands. I like doing stuff like that. The wall, especially with carpentry stuff, I learned a lot of new things and enjoyed it a lot. I love my wall. <laughs> Other people love it too because I don't got to hear me be loud and scream and whatever. And it's just my it's my little podcast gaming studio. Uh, speaking of gaming, I'm done with streaming. I don't know why. I just The whole time I do it, I feel like it's just stupid. Like People are like, well, look at this guy. I go live again every day. And it's just, I put my energy into something else. I was, I always tell myself, man, if I put as much energy into my podcast as I did streaming video games at my podcast, I could have a fucking, I could do a podcast every day, right? The problem with that, like I'm running into with that in my mind is like, I don't have a lot to talk about. 
it's the same old shit, you know, we could get into the government stuff. I haven't talked about the Capitol building and how I feel about that, and maybe future podcasts will do that. This podcast is about me and my podcast and the all 100 episodes, you know. It took me, it took a lot of fucking balls to like do the first episode and put it out. Like I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, people are going to listen to this and not listen to this. I don't know. You know what I mean? And I, I'm, I've been really surprised at how many people do listen to it. And I, I, I appreciate all those people so much. Like you can't do this without support. And that's what the streaming thing was, is I just didn't, I feel like I didn't get the support that I needed, you know, and. And the video gaming thing, that's only so many people, you know, want to sit and watch somebody else play video games. It is what it is, you know. But the podcast, I feel like, has gotten, you know, it's it, that's where I need to be putting putting my energy is into this podcast. But like I said, my, you know, with the ups and downs, I just don't, I don't uh, have the interest in doing it. You know, like this right now, this podcast right here, I had to force myself to sit down and just say, just do it, man. You know, and it's episode 100. It's just such an easy podcast to do because I can go back and just reflect on the whole podcast in itself, you know, starting a podcast, uh, trying to figure out what I wanted my niche to be, always wanting to have guests on, but realizing like maybe this right here is just my podcast, my, you know, just me and just, I don't have to rely on anybody else to be on it with me. And, you know, maybe you can start another podcast where I have a, me and another person do uh, a podcast together, uh, but I can still have my solo podcast, you know, and, and I look up to Bill Burr, he's, he's my big, my big inspiration, if you guys never listen to Bill Burr's, the Monday morning podcast, it's like he is, 99% of his podcasts, he's solo, he has a guest on every once in a while, just like me, but he does two or three a week, and he gets it out there, and he just goes with it, you know, and uh, I think a big thing with him is he has a lot of like his fan interactions. They write him, they write him a lot of emails, and he can sit and re- respond to them and give his advice on all sorts of shit. And he is probably one of the best comics out there right now, and he's hilarious. He is so good. Obviously, you know I still listen to the JRE Joe Rogan's podcast, and he's had some amazing guests on lately. He had the Undertaker on his podcast, and I was a big WWF. I was just a big pro wrestling fan growing up. My parents were, and we all watched it. And The Undertaker was a huge part of my life growing up. Like, I would love The Undertaker. And just hearing him as a person talk about his life and everything that he went through, it's just, it's so cool. It's really awesome, you know? And, like, the struggles with starting, like, he had, he just, just, he sat for, like, eight months straight. He would go to this office and just sit there in the lobby and wait for somebody to talk to him give him a shot and eventually somebody gave him a shot you know and then he was one of the greatest freaking professional wrestlers of all time legendary so cool but you guys know how i like to get distracted and go off or whatever like i wish i could have stayed on topic with like what you know what i went through with my podcast like i was saying i went through my i went through the breakup with Robin and which was all my fault yet I tried to I just kind of put it on her on the podcast you know and I I think I tried to say it wasn't all on on her you know like a, a lot of it was on me too but I think I put a lot of it on her and I've, I've done apologized and it's just I thought about removing those podcasts but and the craziest part is those podcasts have the most views and same with treatment you know you guys got to see me go through rock bottom in one of the worst times of my life and I probably didn't even make it seem like it was rock bottom from from the podcast because I always get on there and I try to be 
tried to be happy and go lucky and positive when I was going through one of the hardest times in my life, you know. So I, you know, I went to treatment and it was probably one of the best things I ever did. Got clean and sober. Uh, got my head somewhat right, which I'm, you know, a lot of people are like, dude, you know, get your head right and get this and that. And it's like, my head will never be right. And yeah, is there more I could do to get it, you know, more counseling, you know, other things? Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe, definitely. But it's just, I'm in my rut and, you know, I go up and down, up and down so much lately. It's been crazy. Before it was like months at a time, I'd be up months at a time, I'd go down. And now it's like, it's so up and down right now. I am just out of pain. It's like I've just, it's either I got to do nothing and not really be in as much pain or I can go out and be physical, like go to the gym and hold pads and help Victor out. Or, you know, and then I'm in pain for the next few days and it's like I'm fucking miserable. Or I can do nothing and then feel like I'm not accomplishing anything and just feel like a fucking bum. Uh, the nerve in, the nerve stimulator implant thing is coming along, hopefully Ultra will get me in for a consult here in the next week or two, and then I can get, you know, and I, I try to be proactive about that. The VA supposedly sent them the information they needed to, and then I called yesterday, and they hadn't sent it yet, and I had to redo another form for them to send Ultra with the information they need, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter, but I'm getting that going, and, you know, as soon as I get, I feel like if I got my pain under control, I'd be doing a lot better. Living in pain is a motherfucker, man, and... I know a lot of you guys can relate. You guys are going through, you know, your own issues and this and that, you know, and I don't try to make it a pity party about me. I just talk about it because I hope you guys, you know, maybe you guys can relate. You're like, man, I'm in pain too, Dave, you know, and I don't want us to compare our pain or anything like that. Maybe you're in more pain than me and you're like, fucking Dave's being a pussy again, you know, and you can't, you can't, you can't be like that, man. You don't know how much pain somebody else is in. You don't know how they're reacting to it. You don't know how they got to live through it. Like mine's probably easy because I don't have, I'm not going to work right now and having to live through it, you know? Some people are still working and having to make a living with the pain they're dealing with and they can't tap out because, you know, they have to, you know, make money and they have to keep going because they can't fucking, can't live without a paycheck. I worked with a lot of guys at PS that were just struggling with crazy amounts of pain all day long. And I don't know if I just wasn't mentally strong enough to handle it. I tried for a while, but it just, I would, it would break me. I guess I just, maybe it was just, I, I went through a lot of my life without dealing with too much pain. Or maybe my pain threshold was higher, you know, and I could just, you know, with all the MMA stuff and jujitsu, I was just stayed in shape and I was used to the little aches and pains that weren't so bad. And, you know, and then I injured my neck and it's like, holy shit, man, do people have to deal with this every day? Like, how do they go through this? Because it was just like having a fucking heart attack all day long in my left arm. Uh, my body just felt weaker, you know, and then then, then the funny thing is the Undertaker talked about it on on the Rogan podcast where it's like, Maybe you get so used to having that pain and being kind of down and out with it or just that's just who you become is that as soon as that pain is taken care of, like he had a couple of surgeries and it fixed his pain and it was like, man, after the first surgery where they went in and, you know, went in from the back and cleared up some room for the nerves and all of a sudden I was, you know, I wasn't in pain anymore. I could sit straight up and down. I could lay out of my stomach and the pain was gone. It was just like I was a completely different person. It was off to the races again and 
you know, and you guys know from the podcast that I went to the gym again and started grappling again. And maybe it's something I could have did, but I should have slowed it down and, and chose who I rolled with. I was rolling hard, man. And next thing I know, I injured myself again. And then a second surgery that didn't seem to help much. It's like, it's crazy, you know, how the pain, how you adjust to the pain you live with. And, and then once it goes away, you're like, man, I'm ready to rock and roll. But you just got to know when to hit the brakes. And, and going to the gym, it, it, it like hurts, it like hurts me to watch all these people get to do what I did that what I what I love to do and I don't get to do it anymore and maybe that just comes with the age you know you get to get to this age where you can't perform like those guys anymore and you still want to and you know but you just got to sit back and be a coach and pass on your knowledge and then you just sometimes you feel like people don't give a shit about your knowledge and they don't care well that's on them I guess you just got to realize if they don't want to to listen to you or, or learn from you, then that's on them. You know, that's something that they're going to, that's going to hurt them. You know, when I remember when I was starting in jujitsu and I was starting in, you know, MMA and stuff, man, if I could pick somebody's brain or somebody could show me something, I was like, oh man, I looked up to people that I knew were in the game for a long time. Like I'd see, I'd look at these people like heroes to me. I'm like, oh man, look at this. Dylan Spicer's here and He's been in the game for a long time, and his jiu-jitsu is sick, and he was a brown belt when I first started training with him, and it was like, oh, my Lord, you know, he, this guy, he's going to be a black belt soon, and I couldn't just, I couldn't learn enough from Dylan. And then, you know, I, we weren't in the same town. He was in Fargo, so whenever I got a chance to train with him, it was, like, freaking amazing. And I would tell people, don't take it for granted. Like, if you had somebody like that, like, to train with all the time, you got to be there and do it, you know, and we went down there when we could, when life wasn't busy and getting in the way, and I was always broke, it was like it cost money to drive down there and time, and, and you know, and you're in the car more than you got to train, but you're just trying to sacrifice that time to get in, to get in that good training, you know, but we did what we could with what we had here in Grand Forks, oh, and speaking of that, Ken Greer, man, he made his, uh, at Progressive Martial Arts, he got his black belt, and I couldn't be more proud of him, I think if anybody deserves it, it's him, man. He's he's been going hammered with his jujitsu and what he's be, what progressive martial arts have become since. Uh, I mean, it's, he's always been grinding at it and stuff, but recently, you know, with with me leaving, uh, another one of the owners leaving, he's really dug in and he made it his own, and he's always been making it his own. I don't I don't know how to put this into words, but. He's he's just stepped it up a notch. Even when you think he couldn't step it up a notch, he has. And congratulations to Ken. So now we have a black belt in Grand Forks. If you guys don't have a chance to go to progressive martial arts and train jujitsu or grappling, uh, it's the place to go. So get in there. A good group of people. I can't. I never. I talk about him. I can't talk about him enough. Uh, Ken and them. They don't pay me to freaking give them shout outs at the beginning. They don't ask me to give them shout outs. I just do it because if. I believe in a good organization, a good uh, a good group of people doing good things. I'll talk about it. Why not, right? I don't need, you know, I've had like one paying sponsor on here. My buddy Pat Shu, shout out to Pat, who uh, was a dog handler with me in Djibouti, Africa. And learned, I learned so much from Pat. He's amazing. And he, you know, he threw me some money. It's like, talk about my little, organi- talk about my organization, you know, he started dog training stuff in Alaska, and I, dude, I can't even think of the name of it right now, dude. 
Maybe it'll come to me, maybe. My memory sucks. But shout out to you, dude. And, and, and just even ha dude, having that little bit of faith in me and being like, dude, I'll throw this guy some money. And, you know, and I even told him, dude, I, you don't have to throw me any money. I'll talk about it. But he wanted to help me out because I was helping him out, you know, and it's crazy. And would I take sponsors? Of course I would, man. If it's something that I'm cool with or at this point in time, I'm so broke, man. Like I talk about anything for a little bit of money. But I don't think my podcast is big enough to worry even even with that to worry about that yet. And that's the last thing. I haven't done any of this to try to make money. I haven't done the podcast to make money because I it's therapy for me. Uh, it's just this, I have this need to be an attention whore and put myself out there. And this is huge, right? This is a big part of that. And I feel like I've been through a lot. I've done a lot. Uh, I have some crazy experiences that I think I have cool perspective on things and a perspective that just helps other people think about stuff. You know, maybe it's, you don't agree with everything I say and that's fine. And I'm so on the fence about everything. I don't know why I'm like that. It's just... I don't want to say that I'm intelligent or anything. I'm just open-minded that it's like, man, I understand why these people went into the Capitol building to do what they had to do. And I understand why it was wrong and why they maybe should have taken a different, a different angle at it, you know, and people calling the, 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 uh, the veteran that got killed, the female veteran that got killed a traitor and treasonous when it's like, man, if, you know, these people had, uh, they had such high political beliefs that they would break the law the way they did and go in there. You know, it's like you got to respect that. That's what, you know, they believed in a certain thing and they really want to make change. Even if you, you think it's wrong, even if you think they did it wrong, you put yourself in their shoes, you know, maybe they were influenced by idiocracy. You know, Donald Trump talking beforehand kind of pushed everybody a little bit, right? You could take it how you want to take it, but. You know, I don't know. It's no different than people. People are going to protest the way they want to protest it. You don't have to agree with it. You know, it's their protest. You know, a lot of people didn't agree with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. And that was pretty basic. You know, just taking a knee during the national anthem. Everybody was so angry about it. Even me at first. At first, I was like, how dare he? And then I sat and thought about it. I was like, like <laughs> he's doing it for police brutality towards minorities. You know, and how can you be mad at that? If you're mad at that then you just you either don't think that police brutality is a problem or you're straight racist <laughs> let's not even get into that shit but back to the podcast uh it's crazy like i said my buddy mark started a podcast and he was just like the insecurities of you know how i sound my verbal pauses how i how i come across what if i say the wrong thing Man, I've said the N-word on my podcast, and it, it wasn't a slip or anything. I was telling stories about, you know, this or that, and it's like I, I stumble over the N-word this or the, the hard ER, and it's just like, dude, I might as well just say it because I'm not, I'm not calling anybody it. There's no intent behind it. I'm telling a story that it was that that word was used in it, and it's a big issue. You know, not an issue. It's just a big part of the story. You know, I was it was talking about my experiences raising, being raised in fucking white racist north north dakota south dakota you know and being raised by people who were were just non -ex they had no experience with with black people and then the experiences they had were negative you know so it was like i was almost raised by racist people but then come to find out like 
they weren't racist. They were just ignorant or just didn't didn't have the life experience that other people have, you know. Joining the military was just thrown into diversity, fucking thrown into to blacks, Mexicans, other kind of white people, southern white people, uh every any any ethnicity, any religion, everything you can think of. I was thrown into it and it's just it was a crazy change and just culture shock for me. But I learned a lot, you know, and I made friends with Every single person of any color, any religion, any background, any culture. And I actually liked being uh, associated with people of a different culture because I could learn. I still ask so many questions when, it, when I see somebody who's a different, uh, when I see somebody who is uh, not even look different. Just I can tell that they're not from the area I'm from. It's like I just want to learn from those people. And sometimes people take it the wrong way with all the questions I ask. And some people love that I'm interested in it. You know, when I went to other countries, man, those people loved when you would ask questions. Those people love that you would want to learn their language. They just find it respectful. They're like, man, this guy is so interested in us. You know, he he doesn't feel better than us. Like, I think that's a big part of it is like, if people who don't show interest or want to learn about another culture, they maybe they've come across as they're they're too good. They're better than them. And I think that's why, like, when you're when I went to Turkey, man, those people loved that I wanted to learn about their culture. They loved that I wanted to learn Turkish, that they would say something and I would be like, how do you say this? How do you say this word in Turkish? Or how do I, you know, express myself this way in Turkish? And they they loved it, man. They're like, God, oh, Dave's taking the time to, you know, and it's to learn another language, man. You got to put so much time and effort into that. Like, it's 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 respectful, right? Like, it's like this dude is really putting his time into wanting to learn about our our shit you know that's that's crazy and it's like i find that when somebody comes up to me when it comes to let's say jujitsu people come up to me when i'm at the gym or something and they ask questions like i'm like oh yeah dude ask as many questions as you want like it shows me that you have this weird respect for me that you want you want to learn what i know you know and maybe you know you feel like what I know is is a positive. It's not positive. It's just it's it's good. It's it, you know it's you think that my jujitsu is good enough to want to learn from it, and that makes me feel good. It boosts my confidence, and I'm helping other people learn. You know, with a, learn an art that I love that I've that has changed my life. You know, and it came with anything. Dog training in the military, and then in the military, man, people were so egotistical. They would. A lot of people wouldn't want to go up to somebody else and ask them, hey, how did you do this with your dog? Or what can I do with my dog to get him to do this better or that better? Or how can I fix this issue? And uh, it just, it takes a lot, I think, for somebody to come out and want to admit that they're struggling with doing something that they, you know, don't know how to do it. Like, don't be afraid to ever ask, you know how you're doing or whatever. The same with the podcast, you guys. Since the beginning of this podcast, I've been like, feedback, please. Feedback, feedback, feedback. Like, how do I sound? How, what can I do different? What can I say? What do you want me to talk about? Like, I can't, I can't, you know, can't stress it enough. And, you know, I've done little things where I go on Facebook and I'll be like, okay, I'm doing a podcast tomorrow. What do you guys want me to talk about? And, that kind of stuff's cool, man. And I don't, half the people that probably tell me to talk about certain things probably don't even listen. But the podcast is what it is, man. And I I just don't have the motivation to do anything, you guys. It isn't the podcast. Like, I'm just, I'm just down. And 
I think a lot of you guys understand the ups and downs and especially this year, last year was rough on some people. And I just, I just, I, I don't know what else to do with my life, man, because it's like, I can't go get a job because of all the pain right now. And it's just, I just sit here and I just try to get goals. So like streaming was one of my goals was a goal to the point where I could get a following big enough where I can make a little money off of it while I'm doing something that I really like to do. Uh, people can come in and chat with me and it gives me a way to, to just talk and be social. Like I am this social butterfly and it's just, I'm in a time where I can't really be that social butterfly. You know, I don't really have too many friends, uh, around that I can hang out with me and Mike, uh, my fishing buddy are trying to do some more, uh, we're trying to get a little thing going where we're going to do YouTube videos on how to do, uh, certain things with fishing and stuff. And he got me out on the ice while my brother was here visiting and we went out ice fishing and the first time we went ice fishing in a long time and we didn't have a single bite or catch a single thing, but, uh, he's invited me a few other times and I'm just not feeling up to going and sitting on the ice for a bunch of hours. And, uh, the cold is really rough on my injury and on pity party me. I know I don't. It, just, it kills me that I even talk about it, but it's a huge, it's a part of my thing that's going on with me, man. And I just say, like I said earlier, I just say it, I talk about it because maybe people can relate. People can be like, I understand pain, man. And, you know, we're not trying to compare, like I said. Just understand that it's, it, it, it's rough, man. And I feel for people in pain so much. But, all right, guys. Um, Episode 100, man. Who would have thought I could get this far? Uh, huge shout out to Dylan Spicer, my black belt in jiu-jitsu, who, dude, a year before I started was like, man, was it a year? It might have even been longer. It was like, do a podcast, Dave. You have the gift of gab, and all you like to do, all you do is fucking talk. Like, do a podcast. And then if I would have started when he told me to, man, I would have been, I would be way over 100 episodes. And I'd probably be way better at it. And who knows, maybe the little changes here and there would have, you know, I'd have more guests on at this point. Maybe I just would have really found my niche instead of my niche being, uh, you know, this is my podcast. This is how I feel. Yes, I've gotten political here and there. It's, it's, it's so hard to not be political right now. And I feel like if you're not completely, not completely political or not even, a, if you're not even a little bit political right now, you don't you you're kind of wrong like you kind of everybody needs to understand politics and and understand that 80 percent in the middle just want to go to work do their jobs and be left alone but i think right now i don't think there's any way to fucking fix our issues right now i think i I try to be optimistic and be like um we'll we'll pull out of this diversity thing we'll pull out of this team thing but i don't fucking see an out right now i'm just gonna sit back enjoy the shit show uh i i just I don't know, and everybody blames everything on social media, but you guys got to remember this. Social media is worldwide. It's not just uh, the United States. You know, everybody's like, our issues are this or that. It's like, you know how many people get on there? Not even real people, bots and stuff from other countries go on there and stir shit up in our country from both sides just to fucking watch us fight with each other and watch us fall apart. Crazy, right? You know, other people from other countries just sharing shit from both sides just to fucking watch us fight. And I think a lot of people forget that. They think that everything shared on the social media from the left or the right is from Americans that believe in what they believe in or just whatever. But man, that, it can be anybody. Anybody 
I mean, eight-year-old fucking kids sitting in his house in the Philippines posting shit just to make people mad and watching people get mad. It's hilarious, right? Like, nah, it's not hilarious. It's fucked up, but we all take this shit so fucking personal. It's just, it's out of control. Stop being on a team. Start thinking for yourself. Uh, Don't let the internet make you angry. Uh, But episode 100, man, was just, this is what I do. I sit and I rant and I talk. And my niche has been the solo podcast that is me, that is starting a podcast, uh, throwing in some of my interests here and there, some of my stories. Um, If you guys ever want to be on the podcast, want me to talk about something, you guys know where to find me. Dave's Podcast One at gmail.com, Dave's Podcast on Facebook, Dave Helmbricht on Facebook. Funny Welder Gaming is no more, and some people seem like they're upset about it, and they're writing me saying, no, just keep going with it. You guys don't understand. The internet here is so sketch, uh, and we actually got something in the mail the other day that a new uh, internet organization, or new internet company is going to be moving out this way, and they're going to start uh, digging and construction in, in the summer this summer to bring in uh, fiber internet to us so which would be broadband faster internet and i hope so i can't wait but i can't sit here and keep streaming with the shit internet that i have i can't be consistent with shit internet i can't put out good content like nobody wants to watch somebody who's lagging and the internet keeps cutting out and the the stream is buffering like you can't even it's just stupid and then i play games where split second uh split second reaction is you know win or lose in a game and it's like when i'm lagging the way with my internet the way it is when i come around a corner and i see a guy he's already seen me he already knows i'm there before i even know he's there and when it comes down to whoever pulls the trigger first i'm always a half a second behind and i just sit and i think man how much better i could be at these video games if my internet was better you know because i feel like i do pretty good the way it is and i feel like i'm above average at these games but then it's like if I had fucking awesome internet. Just the frustrations of a lot of things. The frustrations of zero viewers for hours. And and I get it. You know, and then my t- the time that I can stream, you know, the optimal streaming time is 4 to 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And that's my time to spend with my family and, and with Robin and those guys. So what can I do? Dogs are barking. FedEx man is probably here. I don't know. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much for uh, all the support you've given me. Uh, even even in the this the streaming, the video game streaming stuff, uh, I appreciate it. Don't be sad that I'm gone. It's fine. There's so many people to watch. Um, go support people that are coming up, and they're trying to do uh, trying to do big things. Big Bear five one one zero. Go support that guy. Me and Dom play all the time together, and he's really trying his hardest. And he's uh, he's missing. Uh, all of his fingers on one of his hand. He was born with a birth defect. And he still plays the game with, uh, you know, with pretty much a thumb on one hand and that's it. And he's got a special controller that is like, man, that guy is at a disadvantage. Talk about my internet disadvantage. That guy, he's taught himself to play with the handicap that he has. And he's good. He's really good. And he's a cool dude. He plays with his wife or his girlfriend all the time. Might as well be his wife. Tara, they're they're freaking awesome. So Bear, Big Bear five one one zero. If you don't if you don't watch me anymore, go watch him. So, all right, you guys. Uh, I love you guys. Thanks for all the support. This was episode one hundred. Uh, more to come. Promise you that. Uh, later. <laughs>